Hello, everybody. Welcome to Carol and Kay Save the USA. It's Friday, Kay. I can't believe we're finally here. We are here. And by the way, my sweet, sweet nanny goes on vacation next week. So in case you notice my absence, everybody, I'm just trying to survive. I'm renovating a lake house. I'm working two jobs. I'm chasing a toddler who, by the way, Kay, Auntie Mm -hmm. KK, I don't know if you know, (laughs) He, he's a big landscaper. So every day he wants to be out there in the mud, mowing, picking up leaves, finding snakes. And you know how much I love that dirt and icky stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's why I need to move closer to where you are, because I genuinely do love all of that icky stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're dealing with your own dirty, icky stuff. I think I'll take my dirty, icky stuff anyway. I mean, definitely. I would, yeah, definitely choose your version of dirty, icky over my version of dirty and icky, which is just like gross at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. Well, no, we're going to be keeping things light on Fridays. I think, uh, I think it's going to be our kind of gentle, relaxing way into the weekend for everyone listening. Um, But we're going to try. We're going to try. try. And let's not kid ourselves. I'm going to have to bitch out somebody, but okay, we're going to try. We're zenning out everybody. Happy Friday. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Yeah. No show on weekends. Um, So unless you live in LA and want to go outdoors, which is basically uh, impossible on the weekends. uh, I mean, you know, like I'm going on my first hike in, I don't know, like over a year, I think tomorrow. Um, so I think I'm going to start touring the last remaining safe places in California every weekend. Cause this is also, cause I work seven days a week, like 12 hours a day, seven days a week, every single day for a year last year. Yep. Um, yeah, this is also my first opportunity. So for those of you listening, please send us in your recommendations. Are there any safe places left, left to visit there in are. California? There are. Drive, drive east. <laughs> drive east, yes. The further east I get, like, yeah. the closer but, but, to, like, Utah. <laughs> but, but even out there is having some issues. But, yeah, you get the point. Yeah, I do. Um, Carol, did I ever tell you about my, the last time I went to the beach in California? I don't think so. No. 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 That's my, um, my last time I ever went to the beach in California. I think it was two years ago. So um, it was Santa Monica Bay. I'm sitting there with a friend of mine. And for some reason, she just insists on going swimming, which I just think is horrendous. Like, I, I begged her, like, please do not go in the water. Like, there's like, there's really no reason for us <laughs> to go anywhere near the beach in the first place. Like, it's just awful. Like, I have a pool at my complex. We can just lie in the sun and not go anywhere near that place. Or, like, we can go to Malibu. Like, let's just not do it. She's like, the beach. And I was like, fine, we'll go to this stupid beach. And so she's in the water, and I'm sat there watching um, this group of, friends they're probably in like their 20s or their 30s uh, about 10 of them uh in the kind of like spot next to us and they're playing frisbee and they're drinking there's like music happening they're having a lovely mm-hmm. time and uh i sit and watch as this so they're like I, you know I, I think it was um either it was either streets of los angeles or edmund dante's or someone 
someone said to us there like homelessness there's like it's a scale there's no one size fits all but right. like if you just think of your most stereotypical like the thing that you picture when i say homeless vagrant like mm -hmm. clothes ripped hair everywhere you can smell them from 10 feet <laughs> away like kind of snarling like yeah, tweaking yeah, yeah. like just the biggest stereotype like dragging all of his stuff like everything right. he's like ever like everything he owns i think at this point he drags all of his stuff whilst he's like half naked by the way from pretty much like the waist down okay oh, um yeah uh he goes and sits in front of this group like maybe two feet in front of them and starts oh. making his camp for the night <laughs> and i'm sat there watching this whole thing like yeah this is exactly what i envisioned when i right like, when why i, I waste my to time? The, yeah like why am i here this is exactly what i knew was going to happen why am i here so this group of friends they all kind of like look at each other and they're like well, what are we supposed to do and so naturally they pack up all their stuff and they left the beach and as they're packing up and leaving my friend gets out of the water and she's wearing this beautiful yellow swimming costume mm -hmm. and it is just covered in this like black kind of tarry oil oh. oh it was just like this sludge so i'm like okay let's just get back to my place uh she has a shower there was a whole thing with a ghost that i'll get into on another podcast um and she's like can you help me it's like i'm the you know in my group of friends i'm the one who has like all the witch doctor recipes to save right, everything right. so right. she's like can you please get this stuff out of my swimming like out of my swimsuit like it's my favorite swimsuit I'm not, I'm not kidding, Carol. I tried for hours. I couldn't even get it to lighten slightly. Like, I don't oh, yeah. know what oh, yeah. it was. Oh, <gasps> oh, no, no, no. Let, let me tell you what I've heard. And again, California natives, please write in, educate us, feel free to. I just know that one time I was on the next door app and someone said the same exact story, but down in the South Bay, like Manhattan Beach, Hermosa area, they said their, their, you know, seven-year-old went in the water with his buddy and came out same thing filled with tar like a tar type substance right oh. so this dad's freaking out and he said exactly what you just said it's a hard time like he couldn't get it off what is happening well all these residents start writing back going he's been initiated yay for oil babies this is what? our life here no i'm not joking they sell it they celebrate oil babies and i'm reading all these responses there were more yay for oil baby replies then there were wait a second might common sense say this is a problem <laughs> honestly carol like i, yeah, I know your I, common I, sense reigns in this context like that is one of the most terrifying things like how stupid do you have to be to let your child like get into that much danger do you want to do something i might try to find the chain and i'll just black out everyone's names and post it it's hysterical i i I, I don't know. Listen, and I know people have caught on that I'm an East Coaster, okay? But the East Coast beaches and the West Coast beaches, they both have their pluses. I'm just going to sum it up real quick, okay? Mm -hmm. Like, if you're, you're a West Coast beach person, well, let me start. East Coast beach. We have much more powdery sand, okay? And it's a different atmosphere. You go in the water. It's all about going to the beach and jumping in the waves because the, the water's cleaner. It's warmer in the Atlantic. And you jump the waves. I mean, these are some of my best childhood memories. And then I moved out to the West Coast and they said, no, we don't really go in the water a lot. And I'm like, well, wait a second. So we hike down to the beach. 
The sand is a different texture. It's not as nice. And then we all just sit here and like it's sweaty and hot. Well, we can go put, you know, go up, go in the water up to your knees, but it's really just the surfers and a few other braid people that go in. And I'm like, then why are we here? I'm with you. I would rather be at the pool at your complex. Now, before everyone from California gets up in arms, I know the pluses of West Coast beaches. And I'll tell you some of them. First of all, you don't see a lot of dolphins on the East Coast beaches. You know what I mean? You can go out at sunset. You can see some really cool stuff on West Coast beaches and the exercise paths along a lot of these towns. I mean, the weather, of course, the East Coast has that crappy humidity that sometimes you, you can't even breathe. So they both have their pluses and minuses. But the bottom line is, I will never, ever understand the celebration of, quote, oil babies. <laughs> Well, I obviously have my biases, you know, when it comes to the Atlantic versus the Pacific, uh, especially since I grew up on the Atlantic. And I mean, my, my very biased experience of the Pacific is pretty much in line with this whole tar babies mentality. It's like, oh, look, <laughs> here's, this, here's this beautiful body of water that we're just going to pollute horrendously. And I'm not really like, quote unquote, scared of sharks. Um, I'm like, I know Paul de Gelder, I don't know if you know his work, he got his arm and his leg bitten off by a shark. Oh. Um, he's very well known in like that community. He was just featured in the documentary Seaspiracy. Uh, Paul's a brilliant guy. We have a lot of mutual friends. He actually stayed at my Airbnb once in Venice before it all went to wow. heck. Yeah, and like, I, it's so funny. We, we talk about the destruction of California all the time because he used to be a Gold's Gym guy. and. Yeah, like even now, just to kind of put into context for people listening from the East Coast, like I would not even feel safe walking along the boardwalk on most California beaches at this point. Like, I mean, yeah. you, get within, you get within a mile of any beach in California, pretty much, unless it's one of the private ones. And it's just, it's just encampments. It's just Ten City. Anyway, let's, uh, let's talk about something uh, more interesting and like beat for a minute, shall we? Uh, Carol, what are your weekend plans? What are you doing for fun? Um, what am I doing? I have no idea. I'm being a mom, being a mom, full-time job. <laughs> no, but I have to, I have to return a call. I'm really freaked out. It has to, it has to do with being a mom, but this past week, okay, listen, we've raised our child in a, in a pandemic, you know, and he was born and when he was six months old, all this stuff pretty much started. And, you know, we know every demo is affected. But I think sometimes the the newborns and toddlers kind of get forgotten in this too. Like one day I caught him when he was probably starting to crawl like eight months and he went up to the, the Pampers diapers box, which was huge. And he was trying to play with the baby on the side of the Pampers box. And it was heart wrenching because I realized my little guy is not, he's starting to crawl and he's not getting any interaction because this was, you know, back last March, April, he's not getting any interaction with other little kids. So he's trying to play with, he's yearning to play with another little person. So um, he's been pretty isolated and only around adults. And even, even as a mom, when you try to make a play date, the moms freak out. No, no, you know, uh, whatever. Like everyone's all freaked out about COVID. So, so anyway, so we decide, okay, it's time to socialize our child, but he's now 18 months old. So we bring him to this place and uh, we bring, you know, the place is kind of called like teddy bears and tiaras. It's a gym, like a run around and go crazy. So this is his first time ever socializing with other toddlers. Okay. So we go in, we're all excited. 
my kid, okay, I don't know what happened, okay? Like my kid, first of all, he wanted nothing to do with the toddlers. He looked at them like they were losers. He's like, I, I want to hang out with all the dads, right? Because he's used <laughs> to hanging out with adults. Then he ran around, okay? The, the sweet instructor is handing out balls, like big soccer balls to every little kid. My kid, okay, thinks it's game seven of the NBA finals and he's like <laughs> Michael Jordan. He's running around stealing the ball from every toddler. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm more, these toddlers are standing there with this look on their face like what just happened and, and, and I, I I'm mortified my husband's laughing my husband's like it's survival of the fittest and I'm like no it's not this is horrific he needs to learn how to share and anyway um yeah so it just wasn't working I mean my husband I fight the whole way of the car ride home I mean it just and so anyway after class the next day I get a phone message from the teacher at teddy bears and tiaras yeah oh no I won't pick it up it goes straight to voicemail and I'm like I think we might be in like teddy bears and tiaras detention or something so I'm scared <laughs> to call her back but I have vowed that I will call her back this weekend so um yeah that's that these are the mommy issues you deal with but yeah Wow, Carol, you said nothing scares you. <laughs> no, you're right. I've always said very little scares me. Here's the list. Alligators, unstable vagrants, especially in California. <laughs> and now the teacher at Teddy Bears and Tierras. That's those are the only two people I'm <laughs> petrified of. Or three things. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, I completely agree uh, with your husband as, as a fellow only child. I am not a fan of sharing. I'm a big fan <laughs> of taking things to extreme. I always used to, I always like have to warn like new friends and like guys that I'm dating. It's like, so I don't have any siblings. So I don't know where the line is. Like, the <laughs> totally. line and I'm just like, just the line, just like the ethereal line. I don't know yeah. where that exists. Like I never the had line. anyone teach me that. The line like, for everything. The line for the bathroom, the line to wait your turn to get mom's attention <laughs> the line for everything that's a great way of saying it it really is it's just and all of my close friends I think other than you and one or two people all of them are only children we've sort of like all banded together so I'm a, I'm yeah. a huge fan of the only child syndrome that's going yeah. on okay here. well good yeah you, yeah you can guide me you can guide me through we're like impossible <laughs> to manage like not that I analyze my friends but obviously I do um, and yeah, the one thing I will say is all of my friends who are only children, we are all like, it's impossible to manage us. Like I've managed my entire career since I could like basically walk. My mom's always like, oh, can I come and be your momager? And like, she's, she's one of the few people that I would trust to do it, but mostly right. because she's like, well, don't try and manage Kay. You know, it's yeah. funny. Like we've got. Okay. Well, now that, now, yeah. now that you've just petrified me for the next <laughs> 25 years thank you moving on no moving no on. no in a good way in a good way it's not like i'm like unruly it's more just like i i, I know how to do this i know what i'm doing i have not been unsuccessful with my private right. management you and you and bot can manage me how about that okay okay yeah, yeah it's a two-person like job deal. it's a yeah. two-person <laughs> job for sure <laughs> i love it i love it Okay, oh wait, gosh. do we have more fires? Am I right in saying that? I know we're not supposed to, you knew I was going to go towards something. Come on. Did, I didn't I hear? I was going to say, okay, yeah, um, this is, okay, so I wouldn't mind kind of just taking the lead on this one for a second, because Carol, I, I've gone into the habit now of taking phone calls with people. I went like a year without speaking to like anyone on the phone, and we have had two people call us in the last two days both of whom were driving in very different parts of Los Angeles. One was through mm -hmm. the valley, the other was kind of the other way, like on the other side of the valley up to North Hollywood. And on both of both sets of phone calls, multiple fires have broken out whilst we've no. been on the phone. No. Like, 
<laughs> so Brendan, who may be joining me uh, next week for our Tuesday show, uh, Brendan, um, everyone will know as Venice Casual on uh, social media, really brilliant guy, uh, is kind of one of the few millennials I know who can speak eloquently. Oh, sorry about the text notification. I'm just super popular. Don't mind me. Oh, um, goodness. But um, I know we can blame. Uh, actually, yeah, you blame me on tech issues, the forty-seven-year-old, yeah. uh, and here we have little Miss Millennial who can't control her sound effects. Okay, I, anyway, go I ahead. I can't help that I'm this popular. Okay. Um, anyway, no. so Brendan's going to join. We love Brendan. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I, well I'll be outside landscaping with my oh, toddler. Gosh, it's it, well, it's real life, right? Like that's the whole purpose of this podcast is to bring a little bit more local, real life to people who are just that's being right. inundated with like you know propaganda driven headlines yep like we're not trying to make you think or feel anything guys we're just trying to tell you what it's really like and brendan yeah. called yesterday and he's just like um you live near the 405 and like 10 intersection right and i was like yeah it's not that far away from me he's just like yeah that whole place is on fire <laughs> i was like that's a blow i was just like it, what, what? honestly though carol like i i'll post the videos um someone obviously vagrants underneath the freeway like they set fire to whatever it was. And it was pretty scary. Like it must've been really scary for the people driving actually over the freeway. It's right in the middle of rush hour. Like that's why Brendan called. He's like, I need to drive for an hour and a half. Can I just like talk at you on the phone? I was like, yeah, go on then. Wow. Um, I saw some was. photos. Yeah, yeah. Black, the thickest black smoke all throughout all the surrounding blocks. Oh, it's just at this point, it's, it's nonstop. Like I went on and I posted on a, I posted a screenshot of the citizen app from Los Angeles last night. Like, please guys, everyone at home, we're not even getting paid for this, but please get the citizen app to know that we're not making it up. It's probably <laughs> got less than 5% of what's actually going on in LA it even gets like recorded on it, but it is terrifying. Like last night, I think I sent you what, like five or six fires that had broken yeah, out? Yeah, North Hollywood, I think. Other, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, two days in a row. Um, it's an absolute nightmare. <laughs> but um, I mean, you know, that is also the other part of living in LA. Okay, little, little dark thing that did happen though, that Brandon reminded me of, which is like, this is why I'm glad I didn't become a geologist. LA is the, one of the biggest oil fields in the world. Like we just sit mm -hmm. atop of one of the biggest oil fields. Sure. Um, we have like localized fracking. There are industrial sites all over Los Angeles. And so mm -hmm. I was walking Stan this morning and, um, oh, so fun thing I woke up to today, there was a huge natural gas leak. So I've been up since three o'clock this morning <laughs> with the smell of natural gas. I saw that. I saw that news alert. Yeah. Yeah, super fun, super fun. Um, and what's even better is that um, this is all happening uh, around an area in Santa Monica where the LAFD actually train. And so there's actually like a huge natural gas storage facility mm. up there. And I'm just like, one bad fire, one bad earthquake, and LA is That's just what I'm going, wondering. That's what yeah. I'm wondering. If some crazy person lights a match, or do we have a problem or no? <laughs> uh, yeah, like pretty much. Like that's how I'm feeling right now. And you know, I love like all of my like fire department shows. Like I love like right. 911, like 911 Lone Star. Like right. I guess the rookie kind of counts. It's more of a cop show. Yeah. But so I'm just like, it's gonna happen. That's but. Bad. I mean, and then last night I get a set of text messages from some of our favorite people because it's not just LA, like LA might be catching on fire, but uh, it sounds like New York is going pretty much in the same direction at this point. Oh yeah. New York is one step behind LA. I'm just completely losing it. Yeah. Why? It's, What's going on? Uh, what are we here now? <laughs> 
so I'm not even sure if they oh sorry if they posted this to Twitter but I did get the go-ahead to uh to tell this story from this morning or last night so last night I get a text from um well certainly one of the most important people in my life saying oh yeah my uh, my family would have were at a restaurant in um New York in Brooklyn and uh some guy just started like randomly shooting people and I'm like what so obviously I immediately get on the phone and I'm like, oh God, sorry about the other text message, guys. Huge technical difficulties here. I'm terrible. Um, but uh, I get like all these text messages and then I realize, oh my goodness, this is Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew is sitting in a restaurant with his family in Brooklyn. No. Yep. No. Yep. There's, I guess, this huge altercation between, um, it looked like uh, gang members and- mm -hmm they kind of sort of half took the altercation inside. It was half outside. I'm sure we'll get loads of details next week because Drew's coming on the show a lot next week. Mm -hmm. um, and they go outside and this guy just starts like randomly firing, doesn't even hit the guy. From, what I, from the very oh rudimentary gosh. details I've gotten, doesn't even hit the guy he's aiming for, hits two other people. I don't think anyone was killed, what? but this is right around the corner from where uh, there was, I think like a pride or like a peaceful protest taking uh -huh. place, which like the irony just like- Yeah, yeah, you I can't, can't make it even, up. Yeah, like- and so, like, what I love, though, is that the Pinsky family are just so casual about it. Just like, right. yep, there was a shooting. We hid under our tables. What is oh the world my coming goodness. to? Isn't it crazy? Oh, my goodness. And like, we, whoa, yeah. we need to know where Dr. Drew's hanging out. This is, this is right? nuts. It's crazy. But no, he was in Brooklyn. He was just like, yeah. just hanging out in Brooklyn. I was in Brooklyn probably about a year ago. And I mean, I yeah. love New York. I miss New York. I would have lived in New York up until this year, but it's going. I'm the same just, way I'm California. just curious where it was because there's parts of Brooklyn that are awesome, and there's parts of Brooklyn that are, you know, <laughs> you yeah. got to be a little more careful. So I can't. I, I look forward to having him on next week and hearing more. But I'm glad they're safe. I mean, they're safe, and they sound like they're pretty calm and casual. I mean, listen, Doctor Drew has seen so much in his life through his mm. profession that I'm sure that's a part of the. Uh, calm demeanor but my goodness no I uh that's uh not cool and we're glad he's safe and yeah New York is one step behind LA okay I mean it's heartbreaking for me as that being my home as I've said before and uh we are working with two people in New York and we'll soon have them on future podcasts and so we'll be bringing the latest from New York all the different neighborhoods and LA, and then we've got Austin in the mix and a couple other cities. So we've got a lot of fun and exciting stuff coming up the next couple of weeks. And, and when I say New York is behind one, uh, is one step behind LA, I need everyone to pull up our Twitter, Carol NK, Carol, the letter NK. We just RT'd a video today and it is LA Mayor Clown Dick and Bimbo Councilman Bonin laughing at all of us, all of us, all of us taxpayers laughing. They're chuckling, they're giggling together. The two, the two soulmates are giggling together about how they might be recalled, okay? And I'll tell you, watching it made my stomach turn. If you didn't believe before that these two jokers don't care, they do not care. Sign those recall petitions now. Anyway, it's on our Twitter. We RT'd it, I believe it was from the recall Bonin official effort but um carol the letter n k on twitter that's 
I mean, that's the kind of respect, though. Like, that that just sums up how much respect you get living in California. How yep. much do we pay in taxes? The most. Like, how yep. much do we pay for real estate? The most. How much do we pay for food? For schools? For everything. And these men and women... Are giggling. They're yeah, giggling. They giggle. It's funny. They just it's laugh funny. at us. They laugh they're at the people, yeah, who are Yeah, they're senior citizens murdered by unstable vagrants. There's children... There's women having buckets of diarrhea thrown over their face in Hollywood, but it's funny. It's ha <laughs> ha. They're going to be recalled. Uh, I'm, I'm not even going to tell you my thoughts because uh, they wouldn't be allowed on air. But anyway, <laughs> that will be for one of our late night shows. Won't, won't yeah, we late eventually? Night shows. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll start launching. Of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe once a week we do a, like an explicit show where it's just yeah. every all the words that we want to say but we can't yeah. say because we really yeah. want you to like play this show to your children and your teenagers so they can you know get ahead of the game with this not that i think children really need to be that involved in politics right but right. um you know like one of the things that we're going to be talking about next week uh or with dr drew is how you know 70 percent of the vagrants who come to la come from um the rest of the united states and they oh, yeah. were all, yeah they were all children once and we can kind of quell this by saving the next generation but not if our leadership is just gonna laugh about it like that's actually like that oh, i i really don't want to go full conspiracy theory but that kind of reaction doesn't that really frighten you? Like that really frightens me. Like that's yep. kind of maniacal. Like what do they know that we don't know? Yeah, they don't I mean, care. They don't care. And as you can t ask any person who served in the military, any person who served in law enforcement, evil exists. And we're staring <laughs> it straight in the face in a lot of different ways in California and New York too. So uh, th those are my final words. Oh, good. That sounds like fun. Um, <laughs> happy friday no i mean like i completely agree right and it's up to us to all come together and not be divided and conquered if that's if that's a message i want you guys thinking going to the weekend like evil does exist but it doesn't have to affect us if we all team up together um yeah so we're gonna i guess wrap up the show here we'll keep it short and sweet for you guys on and friday we have, we have some interesting stuff next week because monday Kay, mm. we release our video of the LA County schools and just wait everybody just wait till you see what surrounds so many of our LA County schools as they reopen them just wait till you see that schools safe, safe school zones no longer exist and our children are completely in danger from those two jackals that I just mentioned are sitting there laughing at the recall effort so they're, they're not going to be laughing on Monday Kay trust me <laughs> good well, with that, we will see you guys next Monday. Right? Have a great weekend. Have a great weekend. Well, Carol and Kay, we love you a lot. Thank you to everyone who tuned into this first week of our podcast. Please remember to go and subscribe to our Patreon. That's Patreon slash Carol N K K A Y. So that's Carol C A R O L, the letter N, and then K A Y, Carol and K. Please subscribe to our Patreon so we can keep doing this. We love you a lot. And uh, yeah, we'll be back on Monday to save the USA. <laughs>